Hey everyone, welcome to episode six of Behind the Boots podcast, where welcome. we dive into life for service members that you might not hear about in daily life. I am Stuff John. that doesn't make the news. <laughs> and I'm Bobby. <laughs> how you doing, Bobby? Good, how are you? I, I'm okay. <clears throat> okay, just yeah, okay. I got Yeah, I got some water heater issues at the house. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. As in, like, no hot water? Yeah. Oh, okay. That's Well, I mean, you could look at the, uh, on the other side of it, you could just t- say you're, like, homesteader. Like, you're, you know. Just just boil some water in yeah. the fireplace? Yeah. You can be like, I'm just really looking after the, uh, yeah. the you know, the environment. I just don't oh. want to have hot water. I'm not. Okay. Uh. <laughs> like, no, I'm, I'm like, fucking cold shower. Yeah, no. Gross. Fucking cold shower. Done that plenty nice. of times. Okay. Um, I, I'm sorry. Thank you. Thank you that... I mean, that doesn't get me hot water, but I appreciate the sentiment. Yeah. Um, yeah. So. Episode six. Episode six. We are trucking along. Which means five full episodes have come before this. It, they have. That's how math works. Mm-hmm. Um, it's amazing. Yeah. I'm, uh, I'm excited for this one. Me too. I'm excited for all of them. But. This is a good this one. This one. This one like especially this one. I'm amped up for. Yeah, me too. Yeah. I feel like this is going to be a good one. So as you can see, got some right down there, yeah, we got some our first our first swag. Oh yeah, yeah, first swag. It's uh, stickers. Stickers. I think I think that's like a something that you have to do as as a podcast. You know what I mean? It's it's kind of solidifies like, it. Right? Yeah, it makes it real. Once you get stickers, that's mm-hmm. how you know you've made it, and uh, and we made it. Yeah. So that that's a wrap, guys. That's, well, that's it. Great. It's been a good it's run. It's been a great uh, five episode run, and we will uh, see you never again. That's not true. No, it's and, not. And uh, I I just want to you know issue a challenge to all of our listeners out there mm. who have also liked and subscribed to the podcast and follow us on Twitter and Instagram that you may see these stickers <clears throat> around the country, if not the world, and when you do, uh, take a picture of it. And tag us in it and post it mm-hmm. on uh, Instagram or the Twitter sphere, whatever you want to want to do. I'll I'll do you one better. If they go onto the website, mm-hmm. wilcomediapro.com/slash/btbpodcast, mm-hmm. send us a message. If you want, send me your address. I will send you some stickers. Boom. And you can stick them out yourself Ho-ho. and take pictures all over the world. All over the world. All over the world. I'll even cover the 52 cents for a stamp. Well, that's why I buy those forever stamps. Yeah. Is it 52 cents still, or is it no, like a fucking dollar fifty now? Something. Yeah, it's like it just says forever on it. So yeah. I was like, all right, well, whatever okay. that costs. Um, yeah, that's a great idea. I'll but, do that. Yeah. But I want to see stickers all over the place. Yeah. Yep. That's what um, we want to see. If you're listening to this in a deployed location, um, slap those stickers all over everything governmental, and let your even friends know. <laughs> even not, yeah, yeah, exactly. The inside hand of those hand them out to the tribes. <laughs> <laughs> the inside of those porta potties. Yeah, yeah, that's great. But yeah, stickers. You can grab some. Available. Available uh, at my house. <laughs> now. Just let me know. And, and my truck. <laughs> oh. Send it. What if? Uh, what if they were to tattoo? Oh. The logo on their body. <laughs> what do they get? Whew, they, uh, they could be a guest. Okay. On the show. Okay. Should we um, take them out to a nice steak dinner? Uh, like like steak and shake or like a real a real one, real, a real steak, a real one. Ooh, like the Capitol Grill or like the Bancroft or something like that. Something yeah. okay. something fancy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If I see like Outback, yeah, yeah. steakhouse or something real fancy. If we, have, if we have a listener who gets the, the logo tattooed on their body, I will take them to Capitol Grill. Okay, so Big Dick Nick, okay. producer extraordinaire, has just said, thrown down the gauntlet. Um, if you get the tattoo, he will take you to Capitol Grill and us with that, and we'll pay for it all. So it's great. He just said that I added the pay and for it all. And by we, we mean him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's no problem. Somebody gets tattooed. Uh, and that's, that's uh, only one per customer. You can't get it multiple times. Uh, <laughs> You're not getting the tattoo all over your <laughs> Yeah, you can't get the sticker all every time you want a steak dinner. Um, so I was, I was thinking, we have to have tens of listeners by now. Tens of listeners. Um, you are correct. Name. Do you think our listeners should have a name? 
like, nickname that we call a nickname them. for like you mean like how we call all enlisted military members Joe? Yeah. We would call them something. Yeah. What should we call them? Do you have an idea? No, that's why I'm oh, asking. Oh, okay, you. Yeah, nice. I okay, I don't have it. That's a great idea. I don't that we could refer to them as like, hey, thanks for coming back. Meh. Yeah. So uh, I think that's something we should put out to the listeners. Again, what do you think we should refer to you as? Yeah. Um, this is a good time to fire it off on on any of our social platforms, or just writing in. Yeah. In that right shit here column, yeah, on the, uh, the, the 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 Wilco Media uh, website. website. Yeah, that's the word I was looking for. I was Bobby, like, Wait, Wilco Bobby Media. has trouble with technology, as you can tell. I do uh, with what he's writing on. I do. Yeah, he just um, learned what a website was yesterday. Yeah, yeah. Was that hashtagging? Is that did I, just I do think? That? I think you just hash browned. Okay, um, perfect. Yeah, yeah. But the Wilco so, Media Wilco Media website um, behind the boots. Right shit here. Right shit there. Tell us what you want us to call you. Um, I think uh, if you're just tuning in, um, shame on you. There's five more episodes before this. Yeah. But uh, if you know, if you've already been listening, then you know what we're all about. And you know that we do like to drink while we're doing this because it makes not only us look better, um, it makes us sound better. It makes us feel better. If there's anything I learned in high school, (laughs) it's drinking makes you look cool. That's right. I've I've uh, been a big fan of Miller Lite since I was eight. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so tonight's drink, though, uh, we it's went delicious. back to the IPA. It is delicious, right? Yeah. So Johnny brought us an IPA last week, so I brought one this week. This is one of my favorites. This is the Cloud Candy IPA um, from Mighty Squirrel Brewery, and that's right out of Waltham, Massachusetts. Um, I like it. I'm enjoying it. It's a good yeah. one. It is a really good one. It's uh. It's almost got like a sweet start to it, and then mm-hmm. it's got a little bite at the end. It's that haze. Boom. Yeah. Yeah, it's a good one. So check them out. Um, I know they, like, I know COVID has been problems on tap rooms and stuff, but I think they do have a tap room in, in Waltham, and uh, that's a good one. So Cloud Candy. I like the name, too. Yeah. It's pretty cool. It looks like a, it, it looks like it should be like a cotton candy dispenser. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I was like ex- open it and I cotton ex- candy pops out. Yeah, <laughs> I was expecting a cotton candy flavor. I was like, yeah. I'm, I'm, well, I'm going to try this one yeah, weird. But, yeah. So uh, also, other questions or that listeners could help us out with. Um, if you have a, a beer that you're, like, super keen on and it's local yeah. to the New England area, write it in. Hey, we'll try it out. We'll, we'll put it on here. Um, if you're a, a local brewery and you want to have us showcase one of your beers on here, for money. For money. For free. For money. <laughs> for everything. But it's a way that we can give back to you and you can give back to us. So uh, right in. Let us uh, let us yeah. know. Uh, it doesn't have to just be beer. Um, no. But I f- beer is something that a lot of people are passionate about. Mm-hmm. And when they find something like a diamond in the rough type mm-hmm. of microbrewery, mm-hmm. um, they love that place. Mm-hmm. So if that's something that, that you have in, in your community, fucking send it our way and we'll, Absolutely. we'll we'll try it out. Yeah, I think we're limited right now just to where we're at in the uh, the North Shore, Massachusetts, New Hampshire area. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, let us know. We'll, I uh, like to broaden my horizons. Me too. So I want to try new, interesting new things. Yeah. Um, but, uh, uh, again, but though, we don't pull any punches on here. If we think it sucks. <laughs> I'm going to tell you it sucks. They're going to tell you it sucks. Unless you're paying us, and we won't. And so if you're paying us, then it won't suck because – Exactly. We're not going to pay for shit that sucks. Exactly. But uh, Cloud Candy. It's very good. Mm-hmm. Um, so drinking happens a lot in in the military. Yeah. It's like breathing. Yeah. It, yes. Basically. And a lot of stuff happens when, when you're drinking. Mm-hmm. And I found that the, the most frequent occurrence is you get a little randy if you will. Okay? So, we're going to go into the first segment, which is going to be Rogue Privates. Oh, one of my favorites. The play on words. Exactly. So, I got two stories (laughs) for Rogue Privates. One is, uh, one's funny. I, I like it. It's it's a little more mild, and then and the other one is is gonna leave a mark. <laughs> it's gonna leave a mark, uh, but I I couldn't. 
I we're talking about like BDSM here, like leaving a mark, like a whip mark. You'll or, see. Okay. Um, I'm not. I couldn't read it myself and then not have anyone, everyone else here not because be I want. <laughs> Fair. Uh, I'm constantly aroused. I want you all to to have this image in your head as well. Okay. So first story. I can't tell you the images I have in my head right now, but <laughs> go on. Put your pants back on. Uh, on active duty, getting ready to deploy from Camp Lejeune to Iraq, mm. going as an interpreter for Marine Civil Affairs. Me and another female NCO go get drinks one night after getting back from the field. Just chilling at the bar, bullshitting, when these two drunk guys come up and start talking to us. At first, I was going to politely let them know we weren't interested in company, and when the other girl asked them, Oh, God, are you guys Marines? What the fuck? We're, ma we're Marines, I said. Uh... And then I was like, oh, okay, so this might be fun. So the friend, they're both Marines, and their friend is, you know, acting like they're not just to fuck with these guys. Oh, uh, okay, gotcha. Um, so the guys are like, yep, I'm a corporal, and he's a, he's a PFC. Drunky replied, that's what they're going to call him. That's so crazy, I chime in. I don't think I could ever do that. Your boot camp looks really scary. I'd probably cry. Glad someone else is doing it. So we spend the next half hour getting these two to make up stories about what's really what it's really like paying for a beer or two to kind of make up for the joke as the evening winds down i start feeling a little guilty and ask if they need a lift back to the barracks after all they're too toasted to even see straight they think this means love and accept and by love they mean little the beast with two backs oh yeah um so we pile into my car and i head back to the base i get to the front gate and hand the guard my ID after he looks it over, hands it back to me. Have a good night, Staff Sergeant. The guys in the back seat are suddenly very quiet and very sober. <laughs> as soon as I get to the parking lot of their barracks, they bailed out of the car like it was on fire, and my buddy and I start laughing our asses off. It was probably the only time I'd seen a drunk Marine running away from ladies. <laughs> That's pretty good. It's well that's, played. Well played. That's genius. Yeah, it is. That's it hilarious. Is I do feel like that that uh, female service members um, do have that option more than uh, male service members for telling to, to kind of blend in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Be like, oh no, I'm not a marine. Uh, you just like your hair like that. Yeah, you <laughs> just like your hair like that, and your shorts that short. Yeah. <laughs> so that's that's uh, well played on them. Mm. Well played on them. Yeah, yeah it's funny because you know the, these two young kids they. <clears throat> They probably see these these young ladies and they're like, oh, like, this is it, man. Like, they're digging us. They they the the two ladies probably went to the bathroom and they like the two guys pounded it. They're yeah, like, they're we're, like, we're getting it in tonight, man. <laughs> they probably like had bukkake on the mind or something. Mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. But it wasn't that way at all. No, it yeah. ended. Those privates didn't get so rogue. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, they were they. I mean, well contained, well contained. I'd imagine they had to finish themselves but off I, when they got back. You know what's better, though, is, like, I would have respected them more if they still continued. Be like, well, you're not in my chain of command. <laughs> oh, damn. You're right. still doing this or what? <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, you still liked it. And <laughs> you still bought me drinks. See how far they could go? Yeah. Good for them. Wait, the guys or the girls? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Either way. Yeah, either way. I mean, if, if you're – yeah, if you're a private – in my mind, and I found out that she was a staff sergeant, I'd be kind of like, oh, fuck yeah, man. I'm, I'm about to bang a staff sergeant. This is going to yeah, be pretty sweet. Absolutely. Yeah. And I'm, you're thinking like long term, right? Like, dude, dual income? Come on. I mean, I know, right? Like, staff sergeant, you're yeah. a corporal or a PFC. Like, yeah. But the real question is, and why was that corporal hanging out with a PFC? That's a no-no. Lance Corporal. Oh, I think so. Okay, Corporal. Lance, oh, Lance Corporal. Corporal. Oh, Lance Corporal, yeah. Yep. Um, I just heard the Corporal. See where my mind goes. Yeah, and, yeah. you know, them being young, you know, Lance Corporal, PFC, you know, they were probably act, They were probably thinking marriage. As soon as those women started talking to them, they're like, I'm going to marry her. Yeah, because you 100%. know why? We can move out of the barracks. Exactly, <laughs> <We> can, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can get that BAH. BAH. Move out of the barracks. Damn. This is brilliant. This is going to be great. Yeah. And what girl doesn't want to marry a 19-year-old marine pfc for a chance at a better life i can't i mean she already had a probably pretty good life <laughs> uh but I, I can't imagine any woman who would turn that down no that is mm -mm. if they do they're not american 
That's like a whole $1,900 a month. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Solid pay. Solid pay. <laughs> All right. We're going to go right into the next one. Um, so you guys are also scarred. I was once in the Army. Infantry. And that's it. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> that is scary. It's scary. <laughs> scary, right? Anyway, we were all drinking in the recreation room and playing pool when one of the dudes announces that he has his dick pierced. Of course, no one believes this, so one of the wild guys says he has to see this guy's Johnson for proof. The guy with the piercing replies, no, suck my balls. As one does. Mm. The wild one says, okay, I gotta see this shit. The pierced one then pulls out his balls, thinking the wild one was bluffing. <laughs> The wild one was not bluffing. He put the pierced one's balls in his mouth. Everyone in the room stopped what they were doing and were in shock. The pierced one then reveals his pierced dick. The wild one was called gay for a while, uh, but he didn't care because he lived with no regrets. He would play gay chicken with people and never lose. This was a wild man. He was not gay either, just wild. Anyway, yeah, I do suck that dude's balls in order to see a pierced dick. <laughs> and then he goes, infantry, hua. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, listen, shit gets crazy. This is the real behind the boots. Ugh. So I'm, I'm, I'm one, not shocked. Yeah. I'm, I'm two intrigued on like how exactly he did it like was it like you think about was the guy standing up was it were they on a like how did this all I go pictured, down yeah, right? i pictured the, like, the, the quote-unquote like, wild one on his knees that's what i'm thinking yeah. So, yeah like okay so now you're in a crowd obviously because you said a crowd like yeah. everyone stopped full, quiet full-on fellatio position and i feel like i feel like if music was playing it would automatically stop like it's just like <laughs> the record yeah, and like stopped and then like everyone looked and then when when um uh, said testicles were removed from this individual's uh mouth like it immediately started again and then everyone's like okay cool yeah back. Yeah. yeah but my my concern is this the the guy didn't want to show his dick that's pierced mm-hmm. but he's like yeah i'll put my ball in some guy's mouth mm-hmm yeah, but see, the ball's in that guy's court now. Once he, <laughs> once he, once he throws that out there, right? Like, I mean, you, I guess you're, you're looking at a point to where, like, this is okay. I mean, did he touch it with his tongue too? Like, that's what I'm did, saying. Did he like, put his tongue in the back of the mouth? Yeah, so he was like, just lipping it, or did no? But this he, is like this is what I'm. This it. is what I mean. It's like I, I'm, I'm having a hard time envisioning like the stance because it's, it's all. Cr- it's all critical on, on, on. Good, you job, know, good job not paying attention to the TV. I know, I know. He, he's like not paying attention, but anyway. But, <laughs> but yeah, that's, it, all, it all comes full circle, I guess, in that. It's like, it's weird. I'm just. What, what is full circle there? Like what? No, I'm trying to, th- I'm trying, yeah, he's coming. <laughs> I'm uh, trying to think of a, I'm trying to think of a whole. <laughs> I'm like, wow, I'm just so, you, you said. Nick, feel free to chime in anytime <laughs> you'd like. Sorry, I couldn't handle that. Sorry about that. <laughs> But you know what I'm saying? It's like, uh, yeah, I'm perplexed because there's so many variables in this. Like, one, was Pierce Dick Dude or, like... We'll call him Pierce. I was going to say PDD. Was he in the military as well? Because that's just not hygienic. Yeah. Um, I'd I'd imagine there wasn't just a guy that walks into... Well, uh, I mean, was it like we were at the friends party? Well, he said in the rec room. uh, Even better. So this is in the barracks. Yeah. Okay. Um, Yeah. I I hate to say, like, I know guys like this that would, would, that are, that have no problems going that far. They're just so comfortable within themselves. And then I also, but I want to look at, like, I feel, I feel bad because... There's obviously more people in there because he said they stopped and looked and watched what was going on. There's a lot of people in but there. But those assholes got a free look at the pierced dick. That's true. And this is the situation. They should have all had to put that ball in their mouth or close your eyes. Yeah. yeah. I'm sorry. You cannot look. It's like you did not get a chance to go into the tent. You didn't pay your, your quarter to come and look at the bearded lady. So you don't get to come in calling his dick you, you, bearded lady yeah, pretty much you don't get to, you don't get to look at that right that's, so that's my new nickname for my dick is the bearded lady now <laughs> that was already the nickname but um 
also that. Yeah, that's what I think too. It's oh, like, wow, those guys need boy. to – those guys – because I'm obviously going to – I'm, I'm fairly certain that there were no females around if this sort of stuff was happening uh, in the record. I'd imagine. It, yeah, I'm is, assuming it was infantry before ladies were allowed to be yeah, in infantry. Totally. Yeah, totally. Totally. Yeah. Wow, so many things that – wow, just – yeah, oh, I'm just, I'm just I glad don't... it's not just on my shoulders now. I'm glad everyone can have that. Yeah, the world has been given to you. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I gifted it to you all. Well done. Well done, John. Rogue Privates. But see that? Wow. I sat on that story for a few weeks wow, before, you've been before I decided it. that I could share it with the world. Yeah. But again, it's an, it's like, I'm just thinking too, it's like a, it's an unwinnable situation. For which one? Pierce, for both of them, right? So Pierce is like, yeah, I'm not going to show you, but only if you, you know, put lick my balls or put my balls in, in, in your yeah. mouth. And the other guy's like, I want to see it, but I'm willing to put your balls in my mouth. Yeah. So it's like the unwinnable situation. Do you do you watch a... I mean, or maybe for both of them it was a win-win, dude. I don't know. I don't know. I, I guess, yeah. I was going to say that, that totally, um, totally negates what I was going to say. Yeah. Like, it's, I was saying it's the unwinnable situation. It's very nerdish, like uh, Star Trek, you know, the Kobayashi Maru. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the unwinnable situation. You know what yeah, I'm talking about, That's true, right? yeah. Yeah, so it's like you can't, no, no matter what you do, someone, lo- like, you lose. Yeah. I think the real losers are, are everyone else. <laughs> yeah, I think so, too. Yeah. I think, I think. Who are uh, just trying to play pool and have yeah. a good time, you yeah. know. They, you only get so much time off. Yeah. And, and uh, now there's that. Now there's that. Uh, I'm going to take a sip of this real quick and just. Yeah. I might sh- I might chug it. Well, well done, John. I might chug it and light um, up a cigarette. That- episode six got a little randy. Mm. <laughs> I like your use of the term randy too. Thank you. It's uh it's in its appropriate man- manner in that yeah. in that case. Well done, well done. Um, yeah, okay. All right, yeah. fair enough. How do we? I don't even know. I can't even transition from that. Where do we go like, from here? Let's just just fucking do your. All right, thing. fuck it. Yeah, All right, so. I want to put a different vision in your head. Please do. Okay, please do. I'm gonna. I, I want you to, and you listening at home, I want you to think about what comes to mind when I mention the American Revolution. Like, what's the vision? Mel Gibson. Mel, Mel Gibson, the Patriot. Okay, <laughs> fair enough. Um, I was gonna say like you know Washington crossing the Delaware on the front of the boat. You know, that vision of the American Revolution, well, if, right? If you want me to say something, just tell me what to say. Well, no, but, I mean, no. obviously. I think, um, what's, what's a, like. Yeah, like Lexington conquered. Yeah. Um, Everybody has a view of something, right? Like, when you say uh, the Civil War, someone had, you have that, like, that view of, like, like Gettysburg. Uh, Gettysburg, right? Yeah. The, the little round top, picket or whatever. You have this, yeah. like, grandiose the Battle vision. of Shrew Farms. You, there you go. What, I don't, go on. Um. <laughs> You say World War One. you think trenches or the Red Baron. Something's like exactly. There's always, vision, yeah. a vision of that. If you say Vietnam, it's Creedence Clearwater Revival and a Huey. Exactly, right? yeah. But um, when you say the global war on terror, only one thing can come to mind. And that is a small aluminum eight-ounce can of Rippets. Okay. That is the vision of the global war on terror. The Rippet is synonymous with American service members deployed overseas since 2001. Um, amongst service members. Mm-hmm. Outside of the service members, it is very much an unsung hero. It is. It is because they don't know the, the joy that that, that eight-ounce can would bring. So for those of you that don't know what the Rippet is, it's brought to you by the good people at the National Beverage Corporation, <laughs> and uh, it's a fucking energy drink, <laughs> and it was the cheapest energy drink yeah. possible. And if you know what it is, you probably shop at Dollar General. <laughs> exactly. Because <laughs> that's where it's found in America. Yep. Now, we're not knocking that. No, I love Dollar General. But what was funny about it is the Rip It was, was packaged for overseas use. And not the typical 12 or 16-ounce can. In an 8-ounce fucking stubby little can. Little, little chode can. In, in these little bitty, like, flat carton crates, right? But yeah. everyone knows what a rip it. Everyone knows. In the military that served, in, in the GWAT, knows what a rip it is, right? The, the best I can compare it to in energy drinks nowadays is the Bang energy drinks. Yeah. The, it's the different like flavors. A cult following. Yeah, different flavors. Um, 
that don't really taste like what you think they're supposed to taste like. No. <laughs> so I think the difference between a Rippet and, and Bang is that the eight ounce can of Rippets has like 64 grams of sugar yeah. and the Bang has zero. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, what's, what's I find humorous um, is I, I put out a poll on social media, as I do. As I, wanted, I want to hear what the listeners have to say. And this was the most responded to poll that i've ever put out and i and i just basically said i when i, I have to read it because it was well, like it's go ahead the, the rip it's almost it's almost like the Wooby. you know what i mean like the Wooby we it, talked about last week yeah it's people are that passionate it's a cult the rip following it. about the rip it and what's funny is no one buys them over here in the military like they're it's only for yeah. like overseas you know overseas deployment but i said while deployed Coffee or energy drinks, or both? What was your go-to? Chow Hall, Green Beans, Rippets, what was it? And Rippets, you know, for those who don't know Green Beans, it's also a coffee store. Yeah, I love well. I did too. The Moac, the mother of all coffees. Mm-hmm. It was a large black coffee with four shots of espresso in it. Yeah. Um, yeah. It gets, it gets the job done. I feel like it was actually terrorists that were working at Green Bean, and that was just their way of <laughs> killing way us of, from the inside. <laughs> way of, yeah, way of, way of getting us out. I actually – so some of the some of the comments I had on here on this poll were hilarious, though. There's uh, there's one from a female medic uh, in Hawaii right now, Rippets and Tuna. <laughs> that was her go-to. And I'm like, okay, that's like, disgusting. Like tuna from a can or like – No, like – tu- No, tuna from, tu- over there. tuna from a can. Okay. Tuna from a can. And All then right. uh, Rippets in Copenhagen uh, non-alcoholic Budweiser by the flat, oh, like all who, kinds. Yeah. Who said yeah, that? Because degenerates. Un- unfriend them. De- de- unfriend them. Degenerates. But yeah, this is, so the rip it was, was, was a, was everyone almost said the rip it. Like it was like rip yeah. it, rip it, rip it, rip it. Now That's, there were, there were in some places, depending on, on where you serve, there were some like knockoff energy drinks too. I believe the standing rock was one, the pit bull. Is the standing rock, the green can. Yeah. Oh yeah. Fucking Horrible. garbage. Yeah. Medicinal taste, whatever. Yeah. Just gross. Um, so I started to delve into, into the interwebs, mm-hmm. the dark webs about rippets in the military. And I found some pretty good, quick little stories about rippets. And I thought I would like to share those with you. And I the would listener. love to hear them. the listener, you know, cause it's what's one family now. It's the listener. We, yeah, we just need that name though. We need the name. Um, so everyone has a rippet story, whether they know it or not. So we asked our community of service members, veterans and nasty civilians for their favorite tales of the high energy chaos, real or imagined. Here's what we got. Now I will tell you, I don't think any of these are, are imagined except for maybe one and i'll let you pick which one that is at the end so now Um, now i actually got to pay attention yeah and this is from you'll know right away okay hopefully uh this is from task and purpose um and which is a great story Mm -hmm. place as well so uh so each one has like a little tagline on top and then it's like a short little story about it underneath so it says uh when it's the only thing that gets you through the day (laughs) uh the one route clearance patrol we did while attached to an Army EOD in and around Fallujah area, November of 2007, lasted 18 hours. Damn. All I had that day was rippets and runts candy riding through <laughs> around in our AAVs. Uh. <laughs> and it says, Yats, yes. Thank you, at Rippet Energy. You got me through the day. So that one, I believe, is that's pretty, pretty yeah, accurate. That sounds about um, right, yeah. And probably the only thing false in that was 18 hours. It's more like probably like 24. Like full, yeah. Uh, he lost track so many rippets. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. The sun came down yeah. and went up a couple of times <laughs> and he forgot about it. Yeah. Uh, when the only casualty of a, or of a near miss is your rippets. Uh, the JTAC gave me a roger and I heard the hiss of the MRAP door followed by a fuck and a sickening thud as the JTAC tripped and tumbled from the rear door onto the pavement chest first. He rolled over and I saw fluid squirting out in every possible direction. I panicked, thinking he had some type of serious wound, but when I got to him, the spray hit my face and realized it was blue rippet. <laughs> See, Rippets is saving lives. I know. Man. Pretty good one. Rippets is saving your face, lives. But it was the Rippet. Uh, <laughs> when you attempted to travel back in time and failed miserably. Tried pouring a whole can <laughs> into the mission processor of my Apache helicopter one night. Hoping for a hot tub time machine kind of situation. <laughs> it didn't work. And now the bird is grounded. <laughs> See, I, I feel like that's a fake one. But I also but feel I like I also <laughs> kind of feel like it might not be. Yeah, that's what I said too. I'm like, mm, yeah. yeah, I could. Yeah, some warrant officer's like, I got this. Yeah. 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 Like, the Chernobyl really, from I Hot really Tub Time Machine. I don't want to go on a mission tonight. Which, oh, by the way, you. if you haven't seen Hot Tub Time Machine, it's a very I'd underrated it. movie. Yeah, it's very watch good. it. Yeah, the Chernobyl. Um, <laughs> when Rippet is a source of some friendly competition, 
one one day out of the week in Bagram, they would have rippets at the DFAC. My crew worked nights, so we tried to get some extras. Sign said to take two only. My sergeant and I played a game to see who could get the most cans back to the talk without getting caught. His record was 24 cans. The bastard stuffed them in every pocket he could get <laughs> two cans into. <laughs> and if, if you've never served uh, ACU pants or, or, uh, or BDU pants, they're they're the mother of all cargo pants. Yes, it's I I honestly think it's like I'll nerd out of here again too, but it's like it's like the wardrobe from like the Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. Yeah. Like you open the cargo pocket pants up, and it's like a whole in the fucking world. Yeah. in there, it just keeps going. Or Santa's sack. Like, yeah, I've seen just keep people going. pull out brooms <laughs> from the. Some guy pulled out a midget. Whole TMs. Yeah. Whole, whole, whole like, bookshelves. Like, yeah, everything coming out. Yeah, it's crazy. Some guy yeah, pulled yeah, out, yeah. And, like, a new soldier. Just a, <laughs> just, <laughs> but the other thing that's funny is, too, is is the stupidity in the military and government service is that if you were to say, if you didn't put a sign up at all, people would only take one. Yeah, but exactly, it's the yeah. fact that you said, I was just, I was only take two. Well, well fuck you. Now, challenge, challenge accepted. accepted. Now I'm going to take as yeah. many as I fucking want. <laughs> all of them. How about that? And... Um, so that's that's yeah that's I mean that's how it's it's like service members Joe is stupid like that you be like okay challenge me got it um, when the rippet is mana from heaven my favorite personally was watching junior marines faces when a marine captain who was riding in my truck threw them a few threw, threw a few rippets to them they had been in mortar pits for three weeks and hadn't seen anything but MREs and water. <laughs> <laughs> They'd been praying to the gods, and the marine captain drove by and threw rippets at them like peasants, like throwing shillings, <laughs> just drove <laughs> and drove away. Here you go, peasants. <laughs> oh my god! When your plans suddenly change, we were set to convoy and got told there's a high chance of contact, so two privates with us split a whole rack of rippets. <laughs> they fuck it, we're they, gonna die anyways. Then they called the convoy off, so they just sat there, sat there shaking like crackheads. Oh, God. <laughs> and then, uh, or when you just need a little time to kill. 2010, Camp Ramadi. Months of boring KLE mission had a stir crazy. So key leader engagement, right? Mm -hmm. Just talking to the locals. Rippets and camel smokes helped me stay awake long enough to power through like four seasons of Dexter in two weeks <laughs> with my homie. <laughs> With my homie, <laughs> which is true, yeah. Uh, there's an at at there, but I don't want to. Uh, okay. Want to throw it at? Um, yeah. This one, this is hilarious because it's the longest one too. But it's just the the, the tagline. <laughs> when you need to face down some damn dirty baboons. Okay. <laughs> I'm like, all right, go on. So the year, and it reads like a a good story. You have my attention. The year was 2018, and the government was all over the net. Some dickhead put. <laughs> cybernetic shot assist implements in the head of military grade baboons <laughs> about a dozen and armed them with AKs set with explosive tip rounds they covered an area about the size of a football field and didn't play well with others I was headed home from a half day of work easiest 12 hours of my life I was also excited about the rain and fog <laughs> just the way I like to party. So on the way home, I stopped to buy my gra my grape rippet and was confronted by the baboons. All I'm going to say is those baboons like to party and love drinking rippets for their hangover. <laughs> I'm going to say that one's probably real as well. That's probably real too. And then the bonus, though, this is a good one. The bonus is uh, when civilians get a little too much rippet in their system. So um, as you mentioned earlier, you can only really buy – the rippets at, at some fine establishments. Um, Dollar Tree, like Dollar General. Yep. If, if, it, if a store has the word dollar in it, you can buy rippets. Probably there. buy rippets yeah. there. But uh, this is, so I'm assuming this, where this civilian got them is maybe in the Deep South, um, possibly. I don't know. Anyway, um, that's not, a, that's not, a, a, that's not a, um, a stab at the Deep South, but I know that more people. It's a little bit of a stab. Tend to go, South. tend to yeah. buy. I go there. I mean, whatever. Uh, anyway, so. Uh, Shotgun two in a row at my high school in the bathroom, then proceeded to get kicked off the basketball court. I'm in the band. Like a nerd with a tuba. <laughs> Just wigging out Just on rivets. Wigging out. Wigging out. What uh, kind of performance was he doing when he got shotgun know. two rivets? Yeah, you're like, I, I want more. The performance of my life. I want more. Um, do you, can you, do you, uh, do you remember any of the flavors? 
I don't remember what they're called, but I could, remember as, the colors, right? Yeah. As you were saying, like there was a red one that tasted like medicine. I think that was called like power or like power. Like, yeah, because they had like hardcore names. You know weird. I mean? Yeah, they yeah. were like weird. Like I remember like Citrus X was yeah. one, and it was like the yellow can. Yeah. And then there was the red one. And the blue rippet, which was like I, I never had a blue rippet. You couldn't get them. They were like, like mystical. They, were, they weren't always around. You'd always <laughs> no get the one, red no ones. No one knew if they were real. No, or not. Yeah, it's like <laughs> I've heard about the blue rippet, yeah, but I've never seen it. Never seen it. Never seen it. But yeah, I've uh, I've witnessed people drinking five cans in a row, and then shaking profusely. Mm. Um, there were a couple stories on there about about individuals drinking them so much that uh, they could they could tell what was going to happen to their body in a certain amount of time by the color of the rippet they were drinking. <laughs> they were like, all right, red rippets, oh, I've got to be close to a bathroom. I'm going to shit myself in like five minutes. Got it down to a science, yeah, huh? Like, all these things. So, yeah, it's it's one of those little uh, little unique things that only happen overseas is like the rippet yeah. culture. Like, And you remember like for us, like sometimes you, you get like you had to go to like a big base or something and like you could get like – Real Red Bulls at the mall, at the uh, the mall, <laughs> the BX, or, the sh- or like the shop ad or whatever was on, yeah. like you know the trail, like real Red Bulls. Mm-hmm. But it's like, I don't it's want right that. next to the Abercrombie. Yeah, so I kinda, yeah, I kind of want that. I want the Rippet. Yeah. yeah, but I mean, why would you buy them when they're exactly. issued to you? you, you know can, what I mean, when you can drink four little cans of, <laughs> of Rippet, immediately get diabetes. Dude, I would, I would wired put, all night. I'd put a Rippet up against a Red Bull any day. I, I like. Um, so there's a there's a whole other subculture to the rippets of people that have talked about the type of uh, drinks you can mix like the alcohol like people were talking about like you do like uh, rippets in the the citrus one like I mean vodka in the citrus one mm-hmm. like different different flavors and different things so I mean we might have to uh, do some research and maybe that'll be one of the drinks of the of the uh, the episode yeah some sort of rippet we'll and do the research we'll, and then we'll the probably like in. eat each other's faces because yes, we're so like wired bath salts. yeah we don't know how to. We don't so know how to handle that's it. that's being wired. That's being wired while deployed. That brought back a lot of memories. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you for that. I'm here for that. So, we'll get right into the next one. When you, I was watching, I can't remember what show, and even I did remember, I wouldn't say it anyways, because I like to keep some things in my life private. But uh, when you're watching movies or shows and they're involving military what do you notice uh usually how incredibly accurate they are in their depictions of military members combat scenes exactly that's what i was gonna say hollywood does a great job of depicting the military and that was the end of my segment hollywood's been known for their accuracy yeah i mean that's one thing that I think we can stand on in this country. Yeah, is that most movies, TV shows are accurate portrayals of what oh, they're. Oh, for sure. Yeah, they don't traumatize anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah they, of what they're doing. Yeah, you know? and and that's the show, guys. Thanks for coming. Yeah, no, I'm just kidding. Um, no, I I think to answer your question, um, I get very frustrated yeah. watching anything because I once something's wrong. I can't focus ruins on it, it. anything else. What has been the most glaring thing for you? Oh, dude, uniforms, ranks, names, the way they, they uh, um, oh, God, there's a, so I really, really a big fan of this, of this uh, streaming show. I don't want to say the name because mm-hmm. I want to give them credit, but yeah. uh, it's based off a, a book and it was put out and there was this, like, one of the seasons there were, the, like, there were, like, CIA guys, but they needed to get a boat, and they they needed the boat driver who was supposed to be a former Navy SWIC guy, but in his house he had Air Force rank with Army combat badges with I like know the exact show you're talking and, about because I then, just watched it. And and that's then, what made me think. Of and everything shit. was fucked up, and I'm like, oh my god. Yep. And it's just like, yeah. And the funny thing is, is also ha- having spent a lot of time in uh, in the aviation world in the military. 
um, listening to call signs that people have. Everyone thinks that people's like call signs or nicknames are fucking badass stuff, like uh, Maverick and Iceman and Viper. Um, no, it's call signs like clown shoes and um, like shithead and, you know, and just my, other. My, like, my call sign was face. Yeah. yeah. Because my squad leader was like, you're good looking, so you're going to be face. Oh, well, or he called you face because of the A team. But yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, well, that's a good one. Mine was Pooh Bear, but that's different. Uh-huh. <laughs> that's, that's that's a long cute. story. Yeah. Anyway, uh, so yeah, I, the glaring, the glaring. Um, this, so we can both agree that there's, a, there's yeah. a lot of shit that they oh, yeah. they get wrong. Oh yeah. Um, so I took a page out of the Bobby Carlton book. Hmm. I asked the social medias. Took a poll. Yeah. Uh, to see, you know, what veterans or service members have noticed, or <laughs> like what really grinds their gears about shit that Hollywood does. All right. So I'm going to I'm going to go over a couple of them. And there was there was a couple of people who were like, "Oh, you know, they have to get shit wrong. It's like a thing." But that's wrong. I I I don't think that's I, right. I, I but did, yeah. I did the research, okay? And by that I mean I looked at websites. <laughs> I wikipedia it. Hollywood like they're allowed to be as accurate as they as they possibly can. Yeah. But sometimes they get lazy, like they don't hire um, actual people who've been in the military to, to as whatever they call them. Technical the, advisors. A, thank you, advisors. Or like current, like that's the other thing. They'll, they'll hire people that served in like like Vietnam or like post-Vietnam and they'll hire them for like a movie that's supposed to take place in like 2018. Yeah. Like the uniforms change 16 times. Fun fact, that's how Arlie Army got his job in Full Metal Jacket. He was the consultant. He oh, was, yeah. yeah. So that's yeah. that's right. But that's an accurate one because yeah. he was also he was also a marine drill instructor. Yeah. Like legit and that was at that time an frame. accurate yeah. depiction yeah. of Yeah, I Yeah, there's a there's a really good like I'm a big fan of uh of Captain Dale Dial too. He does all like the he did like Bandit Brothers, he did um like Saving Private Ryan, he he did uh, platoon, mm-hmm. and he's like his are really accurate because he really takes the time to like, exactly. And, look and into you're those allowed things. to be as accurate yeah. as you can. Uh, just sometimes they get lazy. They don't they don't pick an advisor. Um, they just trust their costume designers to to their prop do it. rooms and yeah. stuff. Yeah. Um, so whoever said that, uh, you're fucking wrong, and I expect an apology <laughs> um, within the next 24 hours. So I'm gonna read you a, a couple of things that that the interwebs or the social media has told me. So I've never seen remedial action in a movie. I don't know about you, but our weapon right? systems were always shitting the bed. It would be nice if Hollywood threw a couple tap rack bangs in there. Uh, I would definitely know it was a Marine movie. Um, yeah. Remedial action. Remedial action. It, also, unlimited ammo. Like, that's where are these magazines coming, yeah, that's what, coming that's, from? That's what gets me is, like, the continuously firing... I actually, when when someone has a handgun in a in a in a movie, I count the rounds. Nerd. And some some of them have like a fucking thirty seven round mag before they drop it and 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 reload. Or if they ever reload. Sometimes they don't even reload. Yeah. They must be doing it off camera. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I. That's a big one too. I I, get, I hate that one too. It's like, you know, the a lot of people don't. A lot of people think like. Like a lot of non-military people think, like even some military people that aren't like combat arms and stuff, that just have like an unlimited amount of ammo. But yep. like standard load for an infantryman is 210 rounds yep. for an M4, so seven mags. Seven. That's mags. including the one that's in your weapon. So like, you, if you fire like they do in Hollywood, you're gonna be like, yeah. All right, so uh, we're done it's here, like, right? It's like 15 like, seconds yeah. into the firefight, you're like, like uh, uh, we're done here. Like, so you guys want me to just wait yeah. in the back yeah. or what? And that's the other thing too. It's, it's no one fires full automatic <laughs> you can't control it no i mean you just the, don't the hold the trigger down like, yeah you don't just hold the trigger down yeah unless you're trying to unless you're like training and you got to carry the ammo and it weighs a lot yeah exactly. then you get rid of it as yeah, fast then as then you possible. fucking cherry that barrel for sure yeah. um there was a, there was a lot of uniform discrepancies mm-hmm. like when they have the the velcro thing around the neck the mandarin collar that little like yeah the it covers yeah. on the flight line um, the the women who are wa- allowed to wear their hair like however fucking which way they, they want. They can do that now though. That's a, that's approved. That's true. So Hollywood was trendsetters. They were yeah, ahead of their time. Hollywood was ahead of the curve. They were ahead of their time. Who would have thought? Who would have thought? It's funny. I I just took a trip. We were flying, um, and I was 
going down the, 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 the jetway and they have like all the posters of like, you know, this airline cares about you, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, we care about our military members. And it was that. It was the, the person in the, in the uniform with the collar all the way done across, no patches, no name tapes, on the wrong just side. standing there. And you're like, yeah. And you're yeah. like, oh, man, you can't even. Like, I know. Man. <laughs> they should put quotations around yeah. care. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then it got, the, there was some, some good ones. Uh, they walk on the fucking grass. No one told them that's Sergeant Major's grass. They're, yeah. not, they're not worthy to walk on it. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, you never see deployment queens in any movie, <laughs> which is completely accurate. Uh, basic rifle safety, pretty sure every movie has entire teams get flagged by everyone, uh, but the first two through the door. Mm-hmm. Um, the, only, the only movie I ever think that had like that was Black Hawk Down, where he's like, this is my safety. He's like, Sergeant, you're, <laughs> Sergeant, your weapon's on fire. Yeah. Like, so someone was actually making an on-the-spot correction, and the guy told him to go fuck off. Okay, Billy Badass. <laughs> I can put it on safe. <laughs> no one outrakes safety. Yeah, no, I don't, I don't, I don't trust your, your fucking finger safety, buddy. Um, and that there was uh, someone who gave me a list of eight things, and they were, nice. they were all pretty amazing. I'm just going to go through all eight of them. Pretty spot on. Right now. Uh, no fat soldiers in movies. <laughs> Uh, the average age of soldier, soldiers in movies seems to be uh, 35 instead of the 14-year-olds we get. Uh, uniforms in OCIE and combat are super crisp and clean in movies. That's a big one. I see that too, yeah. Firefights last for 20 minutes when in real life they're much shorter. Uh, when, the guy, when the bad guy gets shot, he dies immediately no matter where he gets hit. But when a soldier gets hit, he's plenty of time for a heartfelt goodbye <laughs> to his buddies. <laughs> this, dude, uh, this dude is like... I used to talk to him so much uh, at my unit, and he's like spot on. He is so salty, <laughs> and I, I fucking love him for it. Uh, where was I? The the movies don't show nearly enough vices used by soldiers. The Holy Trinity is booze, tobacco, and caffeine. I'd like to see a soldier packing a double horse <laughs> horseshoe, chase two grams of Motrin down with a rippet, while carrying his laptop see? to the <laughs> <laughs> While carrying his laptop to the Porta John for a 120 degree combat jack, <laughs> he's talking about masturbation, and uh, with, with rippets, with rippets, the double horseshoe. If you don't know what that means, he's he's got he's got chewing tobacco he's got in chewing tobacco all the way around up up, up lip, upper upper deck and lower upper and lower. And you know the gross thing is he probably redipped that. It's probably yeah, he probably hasn't got to the PX for a while, so he redipped it for sure. Um, the movies only depict combat jobs when 90% of the military never sees any sort of combat. I want to see more mechanics, cooks, plumbers, <laughs> human resource specialists, etc. <laughs> that way, when I have to pop into a Home Depot on the way home from work, I'm not worshipped like a war hero. You know, half the remaining... <laughs> well, he, he claps at the World War II vets. Uh, so for the 10 that are remaining, I apologize. Uh, you know, half the remaining World War II vets claim to be at Omaha when, in fact, they were <laughs> supply clerk. <laughs> uh, I could literally keep going uh, all night, but I want to go play some video games I'm like a good soldier. I like it. That's very, uh, it's amazing. Oh, fucking Hollywood. Yeah, could you imagine if, like, there's a new war movie coming out? It's just called, like, Kandahar. And it's like follows like a, it's just like called, a pack clerk. Like, it's just called hurry up and wait. Yeah. <laughs> Although that would be a pretty hilarious sitcom if if you did a sitcom of like the people that worked at like the air terminal at like one of the at like Baghdad International, like the, you know like that job in the Air Force that yeah. like all the people that come in and out. And like all the stupid shit that happens in the terminals, and get yelled like, that would be I th- pretty funny. I, th- I think Bill Burr does a bit on that, where you know he's like, where he says something to the. Eff- I'm probably gonna fucking butcher it because I'm not Bill Burr, but uh, he's like, yeah, the fucking guys that are you know flying the jets and they're getting shot at and shit, those are the fucking real heroes. He's no one ever talks about the guy who's who's telling him where to land with the fucking light sticks. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> but it's like, but I'm talking about the people like you know you have to like. That's what was the military itself is like its own. It's like it's all it's a copy of the civilian world, mm. right? Just at a much smaller level. It's a corporation. You have everything. So like you have the people that work at a terminal 
that like check you into the flights when you have to go go places. It's like going to the airport, but it's in a shitty military version. <laughs> and there's no fucking seats, and everyone's got duffel bags. The AC's always fucking broken. Yep. And there's like, like, oh, you want water? There's a pallet over there. And it's out in the fucking sun. It's like 120 degrees. And they're like, I'm sorry, the flight already left. I'm like, you told me it wasn't leaving for three hours. <laughs> and they're like, it doesn't, well, it left. There wasn't any seats yeah. available. And yeah, we're going like, to oh tell your training command. Uh, Hollywood though that's great yeah and they they always have like things so crisp and like everyone's like yes sir fucking yes sergeant it's not like that yeah I want to hear the guys being like eat a dick yeah <laughs> or, or they fucking call each other like by their first name yeah hey fucking Joe yeah how's it going that's I, I think like so that's what I was saying like like with Dale Dale Dye when he does like his technical advising stuff it's like Platoon is probably one of the greatest war movies in my opinion because it shows like i mean there's some hollywoodization stuff in it you know and the, the guy that did platoon uh was uh in vietnam like it's a very accurate portrayal mm -hmm. but like he, they made those guys go out for like three weeks ahead of time and do like patrols yeah, and they wore the uniforms they wore while they were out there, so it wasn't brand new. They were dirty as fuck. Right, like they reeked. Like, dude, combat uniforms stink, man. It doesn't yeah, even they matter suck. because when you get it washed, it's probably getting washed by some third country national. It, it, there's no soap. Like, yeah. yeah, I don't know if you know this about third country nationals, but they're not known for their cleanliness. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and and then like if it is soap, it's government soap, so it has no fragrance, no smell, and they wash it in a way that it like. It doesn't get the smell out, but it gets it the material harder. Yeah, <laughs> I can't explain. Yeah. Like it turns it into cardboard. If, yeah, like, a it's a crazy yeah. amount of starch they use for some reason. Yeah, uh, when they're they're washing things that should never see starch. Yeah, it's not even starch. It's like I, I don't, don't even. Yeah, but then they wash it at such listen, a high if temperature. You're a third country national, and you know what you wash shit with. Let us let us know. know. Yeah, right in, right shit here. Yeah, um, yeah, but that that's dude, the Hollywood's. But I feel like this is like so. I got a. I mean, we actually have a bunch of buddies too, that are that are firefighters, right? Or cops, or or go back to that nurses or medical turn like mm -hmm. medical like work in medical field. Like yeah. my wife, like we, they can't watch their requisite or their like opposite shows, right? Like because she's like that's not how it works in the medical field. Like you can't say that to a patient. And this, yeah. Like it's just Hollywood does it, so it ruins it for me watching military movies. Yep. In, like in the newest stuff that comes out like i was so excited about that show and then i watched that episode those and i was like you fucking ruined it man yeah ruined it i feel like i know exactly what show you're talking about and um, i also feel like but it's like that forever i don't feel like all cia agents are like <laughs> kicking down doors and yeah exactly they feel like being fucking, a cia agent would be like they're behind a desk yeah, drinking way too much coffee typing up reports yeah over and over and over yeah and like they're all super out of shape yeah yeah, <laughs> that's good. That's good. Yeah, they go to work and hate their lives too, guys. Yeah. It's, but it's not all. That doesn't mean I don't enjoy a good Hollywood blockbuster. So keep producing them, Hollywood. Keep making them. Yeah, I actually have had some friends. I'm glad you said that because they're probably paying attention to what well, we're saying are. right now. Yeah, I had a I have a really good friend of mine who was an extra in one of the Transformer movies. Um, he was. One of the Transformers, there's a there's a part where... He was a Transformer? No, no, no. Okay. He was in it, though. But there's a part in one of the Transformers that movies... That's a stupid fucking question. Yeah. Where uh, there's like a... <laughs> he was the CGI character? Yeah, yeah. What? He was. <laughs> but uh, there's idiot. a part where he's, there's a bunch of Air Force guys, like military guys, jump and free fall out of the back of a C-17. Yeah. He got to be one of those guys because they used real oh, like, military guys. Yeah. So I like that when Hollywood does... Go get approval yeah. from the government to do things. It's good recruiting tools, yeah. but it's hard. Been, it, it, it's kind of like a double-edged sword, too, because there, there has been movies where they do cast... Like, I can't remember what the actual, what the name of the movie was, but they cast all uh, actual soldiers to play... Oh, are you talking about like Act of Valor, the SEAL movie? The act, yes. Oh, the SEALs hate that. <laughs> yeah. So they, they cast actual SEALs, and then... And then the, the critics are like, well, the acting's not that good. Well, yeah, you fucking <laughs> idiot. They're not actors. Because he's a SEAL. <laughs> so, like, I, I, they're, in, they're in a shitty spot. Um, yeah, I get it. But, you know what? Fuck yeah. the fuck oh, But, uh, but the other thing, money. too, is, like, the military, that's what, that's, I think that's what really pisses me off, is the military is so fucking thorough. You can buy literally books called The Uniform for Dummies. Yeah. 
at Clothing and Sales that shows you how to put together every single uniform yeah. to the eighth of an inch it's like, of where it's supposed to be above like your breast pocket AR on the Class A. Yes. but slower. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And AR670-1, 362903 for the Air Force, like whatever it is for... Did you just black out again when you said that? Yeah. blacked out. But whatever it is for the Marine Corps, Navy, and the, I'm sure even the Coast Guard probably has something. Do they even have uniforms? <sighs> I, I don't know. I think... I think they have casual Fridays. Hawaiian uh, shirts. Probably seems like something they do. Anyway, yeah. they all have these things. And it's like, they're not deeply guarded secrets. <laughs> I know. I know. Every every field manual or technical manual that we have or whatever service branch has is available online. Yep. Probably on Amazon Prime. You, you can, can get it. You can get it tomorrow if yeah. you order it today. If you order it within the next two hours, yeah. you can get it's, the uniform guide tomorrow. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> so Hollywood, um, What's which I'm sure Hollywood has one office that they all they answer do. to. Yeah. So uh, the Everyone main office in. in Hollywood, if you're listening to this, just fucking buy the manuals. All right. So what? Like, what's the most glaring mistake that you're like uh, immediately into your head? Like, what? What's the most glaring mistake you remember, or you like you're just like that one fucking time? Uh, that I. I don't know if it's just one. To to me, it's it's always the uniforms. And there's there's a lot of movies who put like regular everyday soldiers in situations that they'd never be in. Like diffusing a nuke. Yeah. While getting intelligence from some like yeah Eastern exactly like, like like the fucking the main character is just in his fucking his pants and a t-shirt and he's he's like defusing a daisy chain yeah. IED. Yeah. Like what? Casual Friday. Yeah. Yeah. Get out of here with that shit. Yeah. I always wore at least a hat for that, but I'm just keep <laughs> that. Never, never, <laughs> never done that. No pants needed for that. All right. Let's let's leave Hollywood and go to the U.S. Postal Service. Yeah. For mail call. Yeah. Um, all right, so this is a this you know this was this was a story. It's sent in by anonymous. Um, I get a lot from him recently or her recently. Anonymous likes to write in a. But uh, I I have a lot of friends of mine and acquaintances through the socials that uh, all served at one point in time as uh, instructors at the world famous United States Army Basic Airborne Course. That's been doing it the same way since 1940, and fuck change. Yep. That's what they say. Um, so I, I put it out to my my friends that were all black hats. Say, I know you have to. Because student stories, everyone, you know, when you're going through a military school, everyone's got these, like, students yeah, are students, because everyone's man. a badass. Yeah, students yeah. are students. But, when, but I love hearing students that fuck up and, and are just... Just, just giggle. They make me giggle. They laugh. And this one's no different. So I hope you enjoy this uh, as well. Um, just get right into it real quick. And then we'll cover some of the stuff that happened. Like some of the – he throws a lot of terms in here. So um, I was safetying a jump, and my JM, jump master, on the door was a monster of a man, six foot four, two 240 pounds. Uh, it was about the fourth or fifth jumper, and the others before him had done what they were supposed to do. The kid stumbles to the door and then throws himself onto the ground between myself and the monster JM. Bad move on his part. JM immediately throws his hand in the next jumper's face, stopping him in place. Stopping him in place. I'm trying to contain the dummy static line that he has completely dropped, and without skipping a beat, the beefcake jam picks the kid up <laughs> by the bottom of his parachute and the shoulder straps and tosses him into the breeze flailing about. We continued mission with following jumpers without incident. The very next lift after we stood up, hooked up, and equipment checked, we both saw a stream of liquid running down the floor of the C-130. Again, Monster JM goes to investigate about six jumpers goes to investigate about six jumpers back a kid had pissed himself i watch as my partner slapped the kid both open palm and backhand then came back to the front of the chalk as if nothing had just happened and convinced as convinced his duties 
Kid came by like a little bitch crying, but actually handed off his static line. Did not hesitate to go out of that aircraft. I guess he thought at that point it was a better option than dealing with Goliath again. <laughs> Ended up becoming besties with that monster JM, and he would become my door partner for most duties remaining my time as a black hat. Oh, so, God. That is such a disrespectful way to hit somebody. I know. Not only open hand, but, but also back like, hand. I the just follow the, and the, right ah. back around. So, um, Anonymous, uh, thank you for sending this in. Thank this you, is the Mr. first Anonymous. of many that have come in for uh, for Black Hat for Everyone's Cool stories. Good. And Such good stories, dude. Let me let me like <laughs> having been fortunate enough to get paid to jump out of airplanes for majority of my career. Um, I've seen a lot of shit, but nothing is like the basic airborne school stuff because it's the first time people are doing it. They have no fucking idea what happens. And to be honest, when you're in a C-130, well, like the whole process of jump school is horrible. It's three weeks that could be crammed down into like a day and a half. Yeah. Right? You fought, you fought, you have to effectively fall out of an airplane five times to get your wings. Again, it's that rite of tradition, tradition, rite of passage, whatever. But, like, everyone's really brave throughout the whole school until you get to jump week, the third week. And then you get rigged up, you get inspected by the jump master, you get your JMPI, you sit down, you go out to the Air Force aircraft that's waiting on the flight line, you load up, and then the moment you're flying over the drop zone, and the doors actually open up, and you're like, uh, that's when everyone's face changes, and it's hilarious, right? Like, but <laughs> the, the the thing is, is like they tell you multiple times. So the funny part, which is which is they didn't cover in this, but like you like if you're a jump refusal, you can you can say I'm not, I quit, I'm not going to do it, all the way up until the point when you get ready to jump out of the aircraft, mm-hmm. because then you endanger other people's lives, you get yep. a lot of shit. So like my like this guy I just mentioned, you know, he's trying to control the static line. So the static line is hooked to your parachute because it's static line parachuting at a low altitude, mm-hmm. but that thing's dangerous. Like I've seen guys lose their bicep because it gets wrapped around and it, it's oh, shit. and when it tightens up, it rips right. So you have to hand it to the safety in a safe manner so he can control it so it doesn't caught catch anyone else who's going out. So it's yeah. like this guy just flailed it out. So if you're a jump refusal in the door, normally what happens is the jump master will boot you the fuck out of the door. Then when you get to the ground you get dropped from the course. Yeah. So you, you're, you're still going flying so, yeah, no matter so you, what. You still so did it's what just you're supposed easy to do and now you're to just, just close your fucking go. eyes, yeah. jump out the door, and, and, and you know, deal with it. Yeah. Um, I, but the, the, the utter disrespect of the front slap, the, the, the front back slap, slap, and then the back slap. But then the best part of it is the kid came by, handed off his static line like he was told to do, and exited that aircraft in a vigorous manner, while in flight. Well, the good news is on his way down, his pants would dry. Yeah. They dried out real quick. Yeah. But, I mean, you were falling 18 to 22 feet per second. Not really. You know, but, hey. Yeah. Whatever. But, uh, <laughs> dude, that's a great that's a great story. I um, That was really good. Yeah. I know this. I know who Anonymous is. Really, really good dude. Um, very good. Very good jump master as well. And that's like, so, I, you know, like everything in the military, you get like, um, like little perks of being like, like, oh, I'm a, I'm an instructor, so I'll get to go do this, right? Like, mm-hmm. dude, being a jump master, there's no fucking perks. <laughs> it's a ridiculously hard school, right? It's very easy to fail. There's no extra pay, but you have a ton of extra work, and then you have that whole responsibility of people's lives in your hand. Yeah. But then you get to also bitch slap motherfuckers in the aircraft and <laughs> be like, it's so, cool, he's a jump master. It's so all good. <laughs> if you're someone who likes to bitch slap somebody, become a jump master. Yeah, enlist in the Army, airborne option, and then uh, – do your 12 requisite jumps. Go to jump master school. Fucking pass. You have to pass. You have to pass. I seven, did not my first above. time. I did not my first time. I failed by a uh, by two seconds. Um, but I passed my second time, and I became a very successful jump master. That's one of the things that I am absolutely most proud of in the military was being a master-rated uh, parachutist. That's a great, great little thing. That was that fun. awesome. Being a jump master. So I appreciate that. Um <laughs> Anonymous, keep him coming. Yeah, I like his 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 like the escalation of this guy being monstrous. Yeah, like Goliath at the end. Yeah, just <laughs> just the words he used to describe him. 
Beefcake. Yeah, Beefcake Jump Master. It almost sounds like he's into him a little bit. Well, Beefcake? Well, uh, this uh, Anonymous is pretty Beefcake himself. So Yeah? Yeah. Not tall, though. Not tall. Just, just a Beefcake? Just Beefcake. Beefcake. Um, yeah, that was good. Cool, man. That was good. Well, episode six, man, is done. <sighs> I feel like we just started. Yeah. Yeah. I and I thoroughly enjoyed this one. I did too. Um not gonna lie, I'm probably gonna go back and and, and draw some things out because I'm still trying to figure out that rogue privates second story, like the, the actual positioning. I'm just Yeah. Yeah. So if you can get bring some illustrations okay. for next week. Next, that might get us kicked off the uh, the, uh, the airways. Uh, or 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 the YouTube. Might make it is it yeah. put us on red tube? Would that be what the next one is? Yeah, we can go red tube, X okay. hamster, whatever dude. Yeah, cool. Okay. Yeah. We can make it up Conan Porn Hub or something. I don't know. Okay. Uh, so thanks for listening, guys. Uh, it was a really fun episode. Absolutely. As, as always, uh, Big Dick Nick and Wilco Media, thank you guys for allowing us to just sit up here and do what we do. Uh, and, and I also like the chime-ins from, from, yeah, from man. Big Dick Nick, the producer, today. Yeah. They were good, you know? We yeah. were kind of in keep, his realm. Keep them. You know, the Hollywood. fucking Hollywood. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> keep them kind of in man. his we, realm. We, we like when you're involved. Um and we're going to keep asking you guys until it's done. Until we have, what is there in the world? Seven billion people? Roughly? Yeah, give or take. Until we have seven billion subscribers and likes on YouTube, we're yeah. going to keep saying it. And I actually feel like you could probably Wilco double Media. that. Because all you need is a, is you need a YouTube, you need, you need a, a Google account, right? Yeah. It's all linked. You can have multiple. I mean, you can. Yeah. We'll start with seven billion. Okay. And then we'll go from there. Okay. Uh, Wilco Media on YouTube. I feel like that's a reachable number. I... T- it really is. Mm-hmm. Uh, subscribe, you know, wherever you listen to your podcasts, uh, and leave a review if you if you like what you see, or if you like what you hear, or see if you like YouTube. You know? Yeah, uh, that's if you don't like what you see, then fuck off. Just watch it again. Yeah, you probably will like it. But that's another thing too is is what you can find unique about us is we drop a brand new episode every Thursday at noon. Noon on the Wilco Media Pro YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. So you can watch it, like, basically run live at noon on Thursdays. So, yeah. And that's a pretty cool way. And then it's then it pops up on all of our, uh, you know, all those podcast channels, yeah. Spotify's. And I'll tell you what, I'm, I'm usually watching, and when I say usually, every, every week I'm watching, because I like to see myself. I'm just kidding. I fuck. I hate to see myself, but I like to watch it because I, I like to see things that I need to improve on and stuff like that. Things yeah. I need to things I did good. Things I need to do better. If so you have if, things if, that if Johnny can improve on, on YouTube when it's live, <laughs> I'm watching it when it's live. Uh, we can chat back and forth. Yeah, and if you have things that Johnny can improve on, you know, because we all know that Bobby's a lost cause. <laughs> it's uh, fact. He fact. he is what he is right now. Uh, I still have some years. Some 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 stuff left in the tank where yep. I can make some changes. <laughs> Probably not. But uh, uh, go back to the real quick to the beginning. Stickers, right? If you stickers. want a sticker, I'm serious. If you, yeah. if you guys want some stickers and and uh, and and you're gonna be slapping around wherever you wherever you're at wherever you live, let me know. Send me your address and I will send you a, a f- bunch of stickers, and and we'll get this thing growing. Yeah. Because um, if you listen, chances are all your friends are going to like it too. So That's true. And if if you have some good stories, if you have some good suggestions, uh, if you want to see something done differently or you think uh, you have a good segment in mind, go to wilcomediapro.com slash btbpodcast. And as Bobby always says, it just says write shit here. It doesn't say write your story here. You can write whatever you want. Um, and we read everything. Mm-hmm. I've yet to have one say shit. So yeah, I'm a little disappointed in that. If I'll be challenge honest, challenge challenge challenged out. Um, and then finally, I think uh, guests. Actually, in the near future, mm-hmm. I believe we have one coming. Do we now? Yeah. Yeah. Good. But you'll have to tune in to find out. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Thanks for tuning in, guys. Thanks we'll a lot. We'll see you next week. Hope you have a great week. Cheers. <laughs>